podcast is part of the Pod Syndicate family. For more criminally compelling shows, articles, and conversations, head to wearepodsyndicate.com. everybody and welcome back to the rewatch project with hannah and mike we are up to uh our 29th episode how fantastic it's taken a while to get here it has yes we've got to shoot for 29 you know it's such a round number isn't it yes indeed but um but yes so we, we are continuing on through season two of marvel's agents of shield um we are up to episode nine of season two uh would you like to tell us a little bit about the episode hannah namely sure. uh the, the the who's and the what's it, uh, the episode title is Ye Who Enter Here. Uh, synopsis says, while Coulson's team tries to find the entrance to the mysterious alien city, the rest of the agents try to rescue Raina when they find out that Hydra is after her. Oh. It is directed by Billy Gerhardt and written by your friend of mine, Paul Zabuzewski. You love saying Zabuzewski, don't you? I'm almost positive I'm saying it wrong. Um and part of me would love to get him on the podcast just so he could say it properly. <laughs> yeah, that's there's got to be an easier way of finding out what his name's... Uh, um, I mean, if I'm going to approach his agent for an interview, I could just ask them. <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, it's not, uh, let's not overcomplicate yeah. things too much. But um, I just want to remind people... Um, because I forget this myself, because it has been a little while since we've, re- we've recorded. And apologies for that. We will be more regular, but um, unfortunately we had a technical failure, which meant we couldn't record for yes. a few weeks yes we um we were using a laptop that was sold it was borderline analog uh although actually i'll tell you what in a world where it's considered acceptable for laptops to only last a couple of years that one lasted us six years no longer than that because it was used before you had it yeah well no i know but that's why that's why i, I say us <laughs> mm. so i mean that's a pretty damn good run. and he's still working it's just the thing with podcasts is that you you need a decent processor because when you're recording, it's recording it live. So if your computer has a little, ooh, what's what's going on kind of moment, mm. that's talking but it's not being captured. Yeah. So what was happening was, and this might have shown a little bit actually on some episodes, was we were getting these blank spots where there'd be four or five seconds with just no sound. Yeah. So I'd have to cut that out, but I'd also have to cut out any part of that conversation that was rendered um, unintelligible. Yeah. As a result of that. So, so if there was some strange editing, that's yeah. probably what it was. And we lost some gold, I've got to say. Ah, uh, uh, well. But uh, it never seemed, it never happened when I was going to get us drinks or, uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> like I picked all that that stuff up. Yeah, it was flawless. All of that stuff flawlessly recorded urinations. i you about, uh, don't tell me I can't put my drink there. <laughs> You're not the boss of me. Um <laughs> God and people are like, wow, and the shit they leave in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the abuse that poor Mike takes. Oh, uh, whatever. <laughs> um, God. I just, of course. Um, I, I don't take it. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so what I would like to do is uh, so now we've got that little bit of a uh, little bit of a bit of business out of the way. Just want to remind you um, that um, Apple Podcasts, I don't push this enough. Um, the best way uh, by far of increasing your listenership of a podcast which is always 
an incentive for us. Uh, you know, it's the more listeners we've got, the more feedback we get, the more um, you know, it doesn't feel like we're just sort of you know bellowing out the window, so to speak. Yeah. Um, the more likely we are to continue doing this. So if you aren't willing or able to send us feedback, then um, iTunes reviews are really good because what that does is it pushes you at the rankings. And when people just do a search for film and TV podcasts, it gets you on that front page, even if it's just for a couple of days. Uh, and that's really important. So if you could go and give us five-star reviews, even if it's just a couple of words on Apple Podcasts, if you just Google, uh, even if you don't use uh, Apple Podcasts to download um, the show, there's a web, just a regular non-app web-based version of it. So if yeah. you just Google Rewatch Project Apple Podcasts, I think we even have a link to our Apple Podcast page. On, on our main page you just go there and that would be really appreciated yeah. uh, do also, we have any feedback I'm just going oh, to okay. work through this also I just want to remind people that we are part of Pod Syndicate that's a wearepodsyndicate.com uh, so there's lots of content over there audio, video um, writing so lots of other like-minded podcasters so if you like this show um, the shows that you will hear promos for in the breaks are from that network so go and check that out as well as wearepodsyndicate.com and we are also on twitter at rewatchproj and also um we can be emailed at rewatchprojectpodcast at gmail.com and to answer your question hannah i don't know um let me have a look um nothing like being prepared i I just forget about that i guess we do um actually um from um exactly i'll just go into it for you there you go. So, uh, yes, we will do a bit of feedback. And that's um, rewatchprojectpodcast at gmail.com. Okay. Hey, Hannah and Mike. Ian from Derby here. Have been really enjoying your podcast, and you are great companions for my rewatch of S.H.I.E.L.D. Thank you so much. Awesome. Um, it's fun hearing your takes, and you have a great balance of smart observations and irreverent piss-taking. That's exactly what we're going for. No, it is. Uh, well, we'd, you know, we'd be screwed if it wasn't. Apart from the smart bit, of course. Uh, was wondering if you guys could cover the Harry Potter films and Watchmen. You have mentioned both, and they are quick watches. Maybe do them between a season of S.H.I.E.L.D. If not, how do you rank the Potter films? Cheers, Ian. Thank you so much, yeah. Ian. That's Thank great. You, Ian. Derby um, as well. So it, it, <coughs> assuming he means Derby in the UK, um, then that's uh, the West Midlands. Woohoo. Um I would say a big hell yes to both of those things, Um, the Harry Potter films and Watchmen. And I kind of like the idea of perhaps breaking up um, a longer franchise with something quicker. Yeah, we absolutely could look at it. Cynically, I suppose, also, you could bring in other listeners who are into those franchises as well. Yeah, for sure. Maybe they'll go back and watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, quite possibly. Um, How would you rank the Potter films? Um, do you think he means rank as in like in order or just how do like we best to worst I'm um, oh gosh um, that's really tricky I would um, god because there's a lot of them isn't there um, well there's eight my, my favourite is the first yeah um, because uh, I think that it's just you're a nostalgic we thing yeah well I, I just think that there's it, it introduces the world mm. you know and I like that it's like I you know, like origin stories to superheroes so god if I was to go off the top of my head I would say one. So the, from 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 best to worst. From best to worst. Although I like them all. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's funny actually. We've we've, and I think this is where we've mentioned them before. I've often compared the Harry Potter films to the Marvel films in the way that um, I think that that if I was to rate them like numerically, um, 
there wouldn't be a huge difference between my favourite and my least favourite. They all no. kind of exist in this one. Yeah. So it's a bit of it's, it's spinning hands a little bit. But I would say from from favourite to least favourite would be one, seven A. Three, five, four, seven B six. What about two? Two would be just before six, so that'd be my penultimate one. So six least favourite. Wow. But again, I love it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Okay, so for me. I am very much on the other end of the scale to bike in that I love a conclusion. So 7B is my favourite. Mm-hmm. Uh, you enjoy being brought to completion, don't you? <laughs> OMG, if you could see the iris rolling. <laughs> I think they could hear it, Hannah. Um, okay, so 7B would be my favourite. Then... Uh, it's tough, isn't it? Three... Then four, then seven A, one. Oh, so one's right in the middle. Uh, six, two, and five. I don't like five. Well, I, I'm the same as you. It's not you that I don't with like the, five. You, 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 I don't like just Dolores Umbridge. Yeah, yeah. She's a very bad woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and she makes me sad. And I, it's. I have listened to those books so many times, like on repeat for years. I've only just stopped listening to them. Well, you gave birth to the audio book. I did, yeah. Um, but I've listened to the audio books on repeat for about seven years and only in the last two or three months have stopped listening to them because I decided I needed to give my ears a break. But in all of that time, I have listen to the fifth book probably half as many times as all the others um just because i don't like dolores well, it's, yeah it's got that whole kind of she makes um, me sad the Orwellian story is sad. kind of kafka-esque thing going on i guess for me like um i hate the storyline of there being division between harry and dumbledore um, and there's sort of the comedy, well, not comedy of errors, but that misunderstanding, you know, Dumbledore is doing it from a place of caring for Harry, but Harry can't see that. Yeah. And we as an audience don't know that yet. You don't need that shit when you're trying to fall asleep, do you? No. And, uh, yeah, basically it's just not my jam, so yeah. I don't listen to it. Cool, okay. All right then, well, um, we will... Thanks for your feedback. Yes, thank you, Ian, that's great. Um, keep them coming. So... Um, yeah, let's. What we'll do now is uh, we will hit pause. We will watch the episode and have a non-spoiler review. And then, if we feel moved to get into any spoiler territory, we will flag that at the end of the show. But for now, um, we are going to hit pause. We're going to watch the episode, and we will be right back with you. Bye bye. This podcast you're listening to, pretty good, isn't it? Only problem is, it's about halfway through. Pretty soon, it'll be over. And then what are you going to do? 
Well, if you're a fan of this show, why not head over to wearepodsyndicate.com and subscribe to our brand new feed, Pod Syndicate The Bonus Shows. Every week, your hosts from Beyond the Neon, Chinstroker vs. Punter, Entertainment Landfill, Film Bastards, His Film, Her Movie, and What's On Tap will be dropping bonus shows right onto that feed. These shows might be collaborations and crossovers, or they might be archive episodes, interviews, one-offs, and other treats from across the Pod Syndicate network. So, prepare yourself for the inevitable disappointment of this Pod Syndicate show ending by heading to wearepodsyndicate.com and clicking on the bonus shows. So welcome back everybody. So we have just finished watching episode 9 of season 2 of Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Namely, Ye Who Enter Here. Mm. I don't know if you said earlier on, but this this originally aired in December of 2014. So does that mean the next one is probably just before the Christmas break? Well, I was about to say that it's um, the next episode aired on the 9th of December 2014 and then there's not another episode until March 2015. Yeah, I remember I yeah, I know what happens. So so time. this is the the same as in season 1. Do you remember that two part of the bridge? Yeah. That was at the same point and you so you get these mid-season kind of mini they're like end-of-season cliffhangers, but in the middle of a season, basically. Yeah. And it very much uh, feels like that's what they're leading to. But without sort of showing my cards uh, too soon, and also because I would want to have uh, a sip of my sparkling water. Oh. Um, what did you think of this episode, Hannah? I really, really enjoyed it. Probably the most I've enjoyed an episode in season two. Oh, okay, cool. Up to this point. I, it was just... Like, you can see that the story is just dialing up so much, and there are... Uh, like it's doing what S.H.I.E.L.D. does best and what you will see in seasons to come the way that there was like seven or eight or even nine different threads all like in there circling around the stories throughout the episode and you can see that they're all going to converge in one at some point but um, they just do such a good job at Keeping them all going, yeah. Um, and yeah, and keeping characters stuff going throughout yeah, as well. Because I think because some shows it feels like um, they see the action or character. Yeah, they can't multitask mm. that very well. It's as though yeah. the character stuff gets put to one side or vice versa. Whereas uh, what they do here, but yeah, I mean, I I, I agree. It's it's, it's a very um, high stakes episode. I mean, I can also remember the big things that happen next episode, but there's a lot of details I can't remember as well. So mm. just to sort of, I suppose, bring this back round to the, the sort of the conceit of our show, um, the rewatch, you know, side of it is that I think that's one of the pleasures of it is the fact that you go in and you're not having to, uh, cause I think a lot of the time when you watch shows, particularly very expositional, um, twisty espionage shows like this mm. is so much of your viewing energy the first time you watch it goes into following the storyline. Just keeping up with it. Yeah, yeah. And, and also, you know, wondering where it's going to go and uh, and also just wondering whether it's going to be good or not because uh, shows do sometimes just, like Heroes, that's a great example. Sometimes shows just lose it. Yeah. You know, and I think when you're re-watching it, you presumably know that the show's good or at least going to maintain your interest otherwise you wouldn't be re-watching it. Um, but also you're, you, you can kind of... 
um, just drink it in a little bit more and yeah. not be that's why the example I always use Babylon 5 is a great one is that the, it's the second watch that's always the most I mean I've seen that show about four or five times but the most I enjoyed it was the second time that I watched it mm. because I, I hadn't seen it a million times but I was able to just relax and really enjoy the performances and the storytelling mm. and I think that this is a really good um, example of that this yeah. isn't my favourite of this season um, but I think that um, yeah it ramps up things very nicely and there's a couple of really great moments where you know you do feel that shit's about to get real it's got that kind of a, a Gandalf the night before the big battle a lot of shows do this really well Star Trek does this really well the sort of the feeling almost of the you know the captain surveying his ship the night before kind yeah. of uh, kind of vibe and no, I really like this one Um Anything you want to say in general terms before we get into uh, breaking it down? Um, I think there are some things we need to talk about in the spoiler section. Um, yes. Yeah, like there just is, yeah. because there, there are some things that I wasn't sure if this was the point where you found out more about them or if it's in the later one. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah, they all, they almost came out and said something. Yeah. Um, that, uh, to the point where... I think, uh, and I'd be really curious to know if there's anybody listening to the show who actually fits this bill, who's maybe watching this for the first time, but I get the feeling that if you were a Marvel comic book geek, you would probably have figured something out. Um, oh, 100%. At this point, that I assume, well, in fact, I, I pretty much know, mm. um, gets explicitly stated in the next episode. I, I'm yeah. guessing that's one of the things that you want to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, let's get it. All right, okay. Well, um, we, uh, it's funny. My phone ran out of battery, so yep. instead of writing my one note, uh, we're relying on Mike's notes entirely. Oh, God help us. But, um, but yeah, and, and I'll tell you what, I really appreciated the uh, the previously <laughs> on this one. Um, but, well, uh, because it, it's been, what, a month yeah. since we recorded? Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so we, we start off with Sky having a dream, and it's funny as well because this kind of makes it pretty explicit some of the stuff we've talked about before about the whole May and Coulson being like parents to her mm. like she she casts them in the role of her parents in her kind of abandonment dream Absolutely. that she has yeah. at the beginning yeah. um and so I think that you know it's 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 been there in subtext throughout all of it so yeah so we we open up with um with, with Sky dreaming about being abandoned because she started to kind of patch together what's happened you know, in her life, yeah, um, with with her being, you know, uh, uh, abandoned for whatever reason. Quite a nice touch that um, she's wearing a flowery dress in the dream yeah. to kind of, you know, connect her with Raina. Given that Raina is quite heavily involved in this episode, yeah, and also implies that she's almost like a sister in a, a metaphorical sense as yeah, well. Yeah, absolutely. You know that she she basically was the surrogate child for Sky's mm. kind of. Uh, you know, absent father. Yeah. And she gets all ashy at the end of the dream as well. We see um, Mac it's having a bit of... when you get a bit ashy. It is, it? yeah. Yeah, we've all been there. We see uh, Mac falling around with a uh, remote control Colson Corvette. And, you know, he, he's starting to put two and two together this, that the... Um, he's very astute as Mac. Yeah. Well, he's, he's figuring out that the, the, the Hunter and Bobby merry-go-round's about to start up again. Uh, well, he can see them joking and playing around and he knows what that signifies yeah 
from past experience. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're yeah. they're one of those couples that everybody we've all known Follows people passion. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh my you know, god, have we? Yeah, they can't live with them, can't live without them types. Yeah. Um, so Simmons is bandaging trip. Um, we get a bit of talk about Sky's dad, um, and basically what, what we are reminded through the exposition is that um, uh, Hydra have the obelisk and they see it as being some kind of weapon, and they need to find a temple within the city, which is where the obelisk needs to go in order to um, do its thing. So, so the, the Shield team figure that uh, well, Coulson decides that really the best course of action is just to destroy it because whilst the obelisk is dangerous in its own right it, it's not as incendiary as it is once it's combined, the with, is combined yeah, with it yeah. yeah exactly so he wants to destroy it uh we, we see rayner with sort of some kind of like sugar daddy yeah. figure and um koenig one of one of the koenigs picks her up uh, yeah, we see Agent Thirty Three pretending to be May in kind of with her creepy face, and we we get a little bit of a reminder about the Christian Ward fire, and you know the 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 team are like, well, it it was clearly Ward, you know. Yeah, and I think that's just to keep that reminder to the audience that that he's still a player in this, like he's still. Um, like, don't write him off. Don't forget that he has done all these shitty things. Well, well, one thing it's like one of the things that Rayner and Ward have got in common as characters, as far as their dramatic function within the show, is that they're the characters who always pop up at the end when you've forgotten about them. Yeah. So, oh yeah, they're, they're, their storylines yeah. go in as well, isn't it? Yeah. Like Rayner does that loads of times where you're like, oh yeah, God, how does she figure into this? And, and again, I mean, that's a that's a a strength of the show mm. is that. What a lot of shows do often when they have multiple characters is that they treat the storyline separate. It's like, okay, we've done a bit of stuff with Ward, now let's do a bit of stuff with Rainer. But it's all kind of part of the same fabric, isn't it? Connected, you know? yeah. Um, it, 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 here. Um, so we also learn that, that Coulson, because they're, they're, they're basically, as I say, one of the big things about this episode is that they, they get the feeling that, you know, shit's about to get real. And um, Coulson's breaking people up into teams. And he basically expresses that he's worried about Sky, not just in a parental way, but just because she's so central to so many elements of this that he feels he that sending her there would be a big mistake. Yeah, she's got the vulnerability around her dad. You've also got the fact that she's in some way connected to this obelisk and all this. Which kind they of don't stuff. fully understand yet. Yeah. So they don't want to put her in the path of danger. Basically. Yeah, 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 exactly. Or, or or in the position to actually be, you know, dangerous herself, like yeah, you know, yeah. inadvertently. Mm. Um so we see um Bobby asks Simmons uh about what's going on with her and Fitz. Um and basically um Simmons says that the, you know she never really thought about Fitz in that way and that really there's a lot of a lot of the awkwardness is just around the fact that um you know, he she has ghosted him on the I love you thing, you yeah. Know? Um, and that's just sort of left a left awkward. him hanging, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I like the uh, when uh, Bobby Sister Hunter, um, don't die out there, and he's like, Hey, it's Canada, <laughs> like, what, could, what yeah. possible, could possibly happen in Canada that's actually dangerous? Um, I think it's nice that Sky hugs Coulson. Yeah. Even even though they're in a very official meeting, like she actually but, calls him sir afterwards. But um, that just harks back to the beginning of the episode where he, she's dreaming about May and Coulson as mum and dad. It's 
May and Coulson standing there and she hugs Coulson. Yeah. So it's like saying goodbye to mum and dad when you go off to college. Well, it's the irony as well that, you know, she, all she's ever wanted is to find her dad. And it's like, well, he was here all along. You know, that, that, I think that's the she sort of She has found her dad, yeah. but it's not the dad. Yeah. It's not a biological Exactly. Father. The literal dad is, yeah. is a disappointing in that regard. Yeah. Uh, I really like the fight between Sky and 33 because it's the first yeah. time that we've really seen Sky actually kind of put her training into practice yeah go there yeah, yeah. and it was a really well he did that thing that was very fashionable at the time it was a post-born thing you know the gun grabby thing oh where yeah. they're fighting and they'll grab the gun and the other person will put them around and then yeah. they'll pull it out their ass or whatever you know run up a wall and yeah like, yeah break their arm as they come around the yeah it, exactly it was it was but it was very it was very well done it's what you and i do on a head don't it is we do a bit of the old gun grabby fighty don't we <laughs> Um, I was also impressed with the location shooting for all the Puerto Rico stuff. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just... It didn't look like it was just them in some um, Californian park. No, I believe it was actually in San Juan. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it, there was ancient... I, th- I think. Yeah, I mean, you, 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 they certainly went somewhere. Mm. You know, uh, they weren't just wandering around. Because what you sometimes get with these shows is they'll have a second unit out Mm. with like two or three people and they'll film the back Doing some drone it, yeah and then it'll cut to them in front of like you know a guy in a stripy top with a baguette kind of you know <laughs> that but this actually felt um like the like the lighting and the the way it was shot it looked it like, like actual location it, yeah it felt like location and, yeah. and that just gave the episode a little bit of, of uh gravitas a little bit yeah. of class and these sort of like sweeps weeks these sort of big middle of the seasons shows are pushing you know to try and increase their audience um there's always a lot of eyes on those episodes mm. so i think that they're like hey let's let's bust out like the uh, the posh cutlery um yeah. f- for it because people who might maybe really, don't normally i mean from this point forward like the stakes go up exponentially yeah um you know and that's not giving anything away that's just you know it does yeah and i think all the hard work of building on all those little bits and pieces in the first half, you really come to see that in the next, you know, group of episodes. Well, I, it's funny. I thought that what was happening now was actually the end of a season. And then I, so, so, no, I, that, I, so yeah. I was like, so what happens to the rest of the season? And then I looked and I was like, oh, I thought that was season three, but it's not. It's just like the second half of season yeah, two. Yeah. You know, it's like they... they I mean, and you said this before. Season three is one of my favourite seasons. Yeah, I mean, they don't... If not my favourite, so... Um, And I know how that one starts, so I know what's going to happen for it to be at that place. Yeah. Oh, that's useful, I guess, but... um, but yeah, they don't, they don't, they don't milk it here, uh, I guess. So I also like how enthusiastic Colson is in Puerto Rico. Like he's actually being a bit of a tourist and thinking, well, you know, while we're here, may it's as well a uh, fried plantain or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. May as well enjoy <laughs> it. Let's get some tacos. Uh, yeah, exactly. And yeah, um, after we save the world, <laughs> yes, that's it. And uh, so Fitz and Simmons sort of um, try to clear the air. They speak. And he, but he basically says that he's going to leave the lab and work with Mac, and it's it's still all very wrought mm. uh, and you know emotional. Um, Raina says that Sky is special and can touch the obelisk as well, um, and basically, I'm jumping ahead a little bit here, but it's a good point to talk about it. I mean, basically, what she's describing is the rapture, the mm. idea that you've got these, that there's going to be this. Um, you know, end time events. People. Yeah. Mm. And uh, special people will, uh, will survive. And she talks about how these blue angels or the, the, the Cree, um, 
were basically going to return to Earth and um, they just wanted um, the right people to be surviving. You know, And this is the first time that they've mentioned the Kree by name. Yeah. Anywhere in Marvel, actually. Yeah. Because the Kree, when were they first shown in the movies? The Guardians of the Galaxy? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they were, like, obviously they're a huge part of the Marvel Universe. Yeah. And coming, like, because I remember in an earlier episode, it might have even been season one. You um, see one, don't you? Yeah, like, and I said to you, oh, it's the Cree. Yeah. And you said, we can't talk about it yet because... Shield is the first thing that that ever uh, features yeah, so or chronologically or anything with the Cree. Yeah. Um, like you don't actually like uh, when you're watching it in real time live, you didn't know that no. you didn't know who yeah. they were. Yeah, unless you read the comics. Yeah, and even then you couldn't be sure because you, they might it might have been done differently in the show. You know, yeah. they do they do sometimes do that. Yeah. Um, but I quite I quite like that that something so significant was featured first on the well, TV it's like, show. It's, it's like the only two instances of the TV shows feeding into the films is this, and the guy who played Jarvis in Agent Carter mm. being in Endgame yeah. as the same character. Yeah. That's the only time that the, 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 the waters ran that way. Yeah. You know? But it, like, it's quite a significant thing for them to leave for the TV show rather than... Oh, yeah. I mean, if Captain yeah. Marvel, the uh, Secret Wars, the um, new series starring Samuel L. Jackson, that's all about the Cree as mm. well. So, yeah, it was a bit it's of a kick. Yeah, it's a big thing. Yeah. Um, which I think sort of signals quite a lot of, um, you know... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, like they had... Like faith, they yeah. had faith in the show. Um, <laughs> um, but you know, they obviously had faith in the show to let something like that be a a big plot point. What is that? Sorry, faith in the show. <laughs> I know. I could see that running through your head. You were trying so hard not to. Well, laugh. I thought it was quite sweet because Kevin Feige recently said that, and I think that the journalist who was interviewing him misjudged it and was trying to score brownie points because they were talking about it was an interview for um, when um, WandaVision came out yeah. and they were like oh you must be glad now that, that you know all the TV shows are back under Marvel Studios uh, and that you're finally you know getting to do the TV shows with a movie budget and do it right and he's like oh well I think there's a couple of million Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. fans out there who disagree with you on mm. that and it was as though I think they thought that they were going to score brownie points with him by talking about a great news. And it was nice to see him defend it, even yeah. though it was it hadn't been on the air for a few years and there was no business reason to do that. Yeah. He was just like kind of irritated by the fact that they were sort of like being snotty about the show, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, but um, I, I, another comedy beat I like is, is when uh, they're trying to figure out where May is and then... Um, Rainer does try to do a run, oh, yeah. and the van runs the guys left, and the door swings open, and it's in the back. It's like we found me. Just a nice little sort of brief character moment. Oh, so, good. Um, so Hunter is great for the comedy beats. Yes. So Rainer talks about Sky's dad and talks about how he helps people who are different. And they're a bit special. Yeah. As my daughter would have said yeah, a few years yeah. ago. Very special. Very special. Um, so she tells um, Sky that she is special, and um, 
And she's like, what do you mean I'm an alien? She's like, no, you're human, but you have the potential to be more. And the obelisk, is, she suggests, is some kind of, uh, is a part of that. And she says, and this is where she talks about the blue angels who fell, who fell from the sky, namely the Cree. Yeah. Um, and the diviner is there. The reason they call it the diviner is, is, is it's to, in the same way that, you know, divining rods find water, um, it's to divine they who the worthy the are. People. Um, mm. So they will inherit the earth when the blue angels return, you know, for whatever they want. So there's a bit of a, you know, Judeo-Christian um, thing going on there. Um, and, you know, the unworthy will die, like the rapture. Um, we see Mac getting on the Indiana Jones in us by I'd repelling. I'd be dead in seconds. I don't think I would be a worthy one. Well, it depends how it's measured. I mean, it almost feels like... Is it completely arbitrary? Is it just genetic? Is there some... Because obviously... Um, I, no, I just feel like you and I would be like, yeah, cool, let's touch this thing and then just disintegrate on the Yeah, spot. with my allergies. And <laughs> I, I just... They'd be like, no, he's allergic to too many things. Yeah, 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 they're like, I'm just amazed he, he's lived this long, <laughs> to be honest. We've got no sleep yeah. apnea machines in this yeah. divine universe. Yeah, that's it. It's like, if you require far too much assistance <laughs> just to live, Mike. I don't think, we, uh, I don't think we're going to invest in you. Um, Crohn's disease? No, thank you, Hannah. Well, yeah, it's like, you know, in like apocalypse movies. Like, you know, they don't have toilets in the divine world. Well, it's, well, it's like when, uh, when the meteors are raining down and Gerard Butler's trying to save his family and there's, uh, there's always some kid who needs their insulin. It's like, I'm like that, but as a grown-up, you know, it's all that. Oh, well, you know, my uh, catalogue of tablets on our windowsill would say that I'm right there with you. Nah, you'd be fine. I'd just, we'd, we'd, we'd strip the sort of bark from the branches and we'd make our own medicine. <laughs> so, uh, you know. We'd be feral in three hours. Yeah, we're soft city folk, aren't we? Uh, so we see um, that um, Whitehall's uh, Quinjet rocks up. Um, and uh, Ward enters the plane, and uh, ostensibly they're there to get Rainer, but you see and you learn by the end as well that Ward goes a little bit off-grid by getting Sky to go with him, and true to his word, um, as it will turn out, he um, he does let them go. He does, well, he doesn't shoot the plane down at least. Um, Mac comes over all funny and gets all kind of like Sith-eyed um, when he, after rappelling down and, um, you know, having a bit of an episode, um, and uh, yeah, so 33 um, gives the order to shoot them, um, uh, which he gets from uh, from Whitehall. And uh, and we're all set up for a, a mid-season cliffhanger. Um, before we get into spoilers, which we are going to do, it sounds like, um, Hannah, um, sum up your thoughts on this episode. I'd give this one an 8.5 out of 10. Um, solid, solid action, great character development, um, Good mix of drama and lightheartedness. Um, I really want to watch the next one. That's yeah, this how is, it's made me feel. This is the most I've wanted to do that since we started. Not and it's and it's not in a um, sort of JJ Abrams cliffhanger bait. It's just it's just so exciting. And yeah, I'm just, I'm just enjoying I'm it. really enjoying you know, it. Uh, yeah. And like I I was so tempted to say to you, why don't we do a double tonight? Because it was just oh god I just know what the next episode is and it's going to be great yeah it's just really good genre um, dramatic character driven action adventure mm. and when when it's doing that uh, firing on all thrusters um, it's this good and it's yeah, addictive it, it's just yep. it's re- it's re- and, and I don't mean this in any um, in any kind of condescending way because this is so hard to do right it's just really great 
mainstream entertainment. Mm. Um, and uh, oh, I know what you mean. Like, it's a bit like when people think writing a children's book is easy. It's not. Yeah. I've worked in children's publishing. I know it's not. Pop songs. Pop songs yeah. are it's so much easier to doing, write. Doing a mainstream TV show that is going to appeal to the masses yet stay true to the source yeah. material. Yeah, and have some um, kind of substance as well. And substance and all that kind of stuff is incredibly difficult. Yeah. And the show is, you know, fantastic for it. Yeah, yeah. To have, I mean, to have that level of consistency when you're doing this many episodes, um, you know, a year is is crazy. And sometimes, you know, it, it, it's easier to do shoegazing stuff. Mm. It's easier to do, quote, prestige, um, character-driven stuff because filming somebody looking out of a window plaintively, pretty fucking easy, that is, you Yes. Know? You know, they do 22, 23 episodes per season. Yeah. You know, all of the quote marks prestige shows uh, 8, 10, 12 episodes well I mean one of the big differences is that, is that the, the, um, the, the these cable shows every episode of the show is written before they start filming Mm. Um, they've got like maybe five of these fucking things written when they start filming the season. They are yeah. the the analogy of the the track in front of the train is is you know that's very much the case. You know, yeah, and and um, to be just be able to do that is um, it, it's kind of a huge act of dramatic improvisation in many ways. Mm. Um, but I think that when you're a season and a half into a show and you've got a good cast, you've got a good they've got a really small writing staff and director staff. It's the same names coming up again and again. I think it's, you need that though with this kind of show where you need to keep a handle on who does what and where. It's, and it's very, it is very unusual there's though. There's so many threads If you look to, at a lot of network shows, there's 23 episodes in a season. There's probably 18 writers. Yeah. Um, and there's, that's not the case here. But, uh, okay, well, I just want to remind those who are going to be leaving. Um, could you, if you could just bring up the details for the next episode, I'll bring up the... Um, oh, yeah, no, you can't, can you? Um, well, if you get me my phone, I can... Uh, no, no, it's okay, I've got it here. Um, we will be back next week um, to talk about... Uh, let's have a look. Oh, the, the... I know it's called What They Become. No, it's the um, second highest rated episode of um, the second season. Um, on IMDb, What's which the is highest the, um, episode? the final episode of the, oh, okay. the season. Right. Um, but um, the sorry, I really hate the new IMDb. Um, it does not work on the mobile app very well at all. Um, so um, yes, Hannah is quite correct. What we are watching uh, next week is episode ten. Uh, what they become. And the blurb for this one, make sure it's nothing too spoilery. Uh, Whitehall and Coulson's forces take part in an explosive confrontation that changes everyone. Sky uncovers some truths about her past. Da, da, da. Da, da, da. Exciting, but um, appropriately vague, um, which is uh, nice to see. So um, let me just bring up the details of our podcast so we can be contacted by... Uh, uh, gentle listeners. Yes, so um, it would be great to hear from you at rewatch, sorry, at rewatchprojectpodcast at gmail.com, at rewatchproj on Twitter, and do not forget to go over and check out wearepodsyndicate.com uh, for all of that other stuff. But um, if you are not spoiler averse, that is, if you have seen all seven seasons of Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., then come back for spoilers. I'm clearance level six. I know that Agent Coulson was killed in action. Before the battle in New York. Got the full report. Welcome to level seven. Sorry, that corner was really dark and I couldn't help myself. 
I think there's a bulb out. And we are back. So, spoilers, hit me. Okay, well, for starters, in her dream, she's listening to a song, Daisy, Daisy. Oh, I didn't catch that. Your answer, true. Right, yeah. That's what the music box is playing. Oh, okay, yeah. So that's her name, yeah. Yeah. In humans. Yeah. We are human. Like, I felt like, I felt like um, Sky was going to say, we are in human. Yeah, yeah. You astronauts are some kind of Star Trek. (laughs) (laughs) But it's... um... Um, And also, like the other spoiler thing, and we talked about this briefly, was um, uh, you you glossed over it in the main thing. Mac and Bobby talking about, do you want to bring Hunter in on um, the thing? Yeah. And Bobby saying, no, da-da-da. And neither of us could remember... Yeah. what that was I think it's something to do with finding fury like I think it's a shield versus shield thing aren't they looking for fury's box of tricks oh yes um so I think that's what it is like you I think the whole point is that you're supposed to think that they're bad yeah but there's some there, there's some nefarious mischief. thing going on but actually they're not yeah they're just gonna have a bit of a civil yeah. war and the, and the other thing as well is that because all the stuff, all the big shit that happens at the end of next week's episode, you know, with um, Trip dying. Well, I was going to say, uh, Trip's going to die. Uh, and, and I thought, I remember the first time we'd seen it, thinking that Mac had died. So I remember being surprised no, when I, he came no, back. No, I remember Mac being possessed. Yeah. Um, and I feel like he's still possessed in the next episode. Yeah, because I, I, I remember thinking he died the next one. Because I remember seeing a somebody posted on Twitter when this episode was on, like, man, this was a bad week to be black on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Because <laughs> I thought, I was like, have they just killed the two African-American characters yeah. in the show? No, I'm pretty sure that he, like, wakes up from his electrocution and he's got, like, black eyes and he just walks towards wherever the temple is. But I could be wrong. Yeah. But, like, obviously he doesn't die. Um, but... Um, so it's a big oh, point God. in the show. So all the stuff in the second half of the season as well, with the whole um, well, like the, the, the Inhumans compound Daisy, and all that. you know, coming to terms with her powers, yeah. starting a relationship with the guy at the Inhumans Because I thought, and this, this just shows you... I can't you, even remember what his um, name this, was, this Logan. Sho- yeah, this, mm. this shows you not only how terrible my memory is, um, but also how quickly the pace moves of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is... I thought that that Trip dying and Daisy becoming yeah. a human was the end of this season, and I thought that all that stuff with the Inhumans was the whole of season three. No, um, because the start of the end of season two, um, Karma Gem- Clacken goes off and she goes AWOL, doesn't she? Yeah, but Gemma is pulled into the parallel world. Yes. So yeah. and because that is. One of my favourite storylines is her in that parallel world. Yeah, like Robinson Crusoe style. Between now and the end of season two, Gemma and Fitz have to get close enough that they think that they're about to get it on. Um, Daisy has to get to grips with being an inhuman and also overthrow her mother, who is evil. Um, She has to start and end a relationship with a boy. Mm. and doesn't he die at the end yeah. of season two? And three? she sort of takes on the cause, doesn't she, yeah. of, of being well, the Inhumans. And she leaves S.H.I.E.L.D. because she feels so badly about what her 
thing like her powers have had on the, the reason rest of the, the team. reason that they wanted to bring the inhumans into um the MCU uh, and they there was going to be an inhumans film and they cancelled it mm. was because the inhumans have always existed in um the the Marvel canon but they didn't have the rights to the mutants because of X-Men. X-Men, mm. they, as, they'd sold to Fox. Yeah. Um, so they wanted to bring the Inhumans in because the Inhumans were basically going to be the MCU equivalent of X-Men. Because mm. they're, they're mutants and everything but names. So they were like, okay, so all those stories about you know the ostracized freaks and all yeah. that stuff, we can do with Inhumans. But then around the time they were prepping to do the Inhumans movie, um, they, got, they bought Fox. Mm. So they're like, oh, we don't need that anymore. We've got yeah. we've got the um, the top the tier right ones. Yeah. Um, so they're going to start introducing the X Men into yeah. the MCU. Yeah. Um, but uh, but I just thought it was interesting watching it here. That I was like, oh yeah, you can see that they were lining up the Inhumans to be the kind of the mistreated ones. And well, um, uh, along with all of that, there's the whole like still to come is everything with Ward, like he kidnaps Bobby at some point yeah. because um, Hunter saves her. Um, they either try to kill Ward. I can't remember exactly what happens with Ward, but he, you know, he doesn't die. Yeah. Well, you think he's dead, but he comes back because he's the dude who yeah. doesn't die. Well, he's like a weird monster thing and then he's like a Matrix. Um... Well, he's... He's he's got a different name, hasn't he? Because he's out of the parallel world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, considering how few episodes they have and how much storyline there is to go, it's quite insane, isn't it? Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, um, I'd say that's us for now. So um, I, I won't go through all of the um, the tale of the tape stuff again. Suffice it to say, if you could reach out and connect us in some way, that would be great. But we will be back with you for episode ten, the mid season. I am really looking forward to this and, one. Um, yeah, let's do that sooner rather than later. Let's get keep the momentum going. Now yeah. we have a working computer. Take care, everybody. See you later. Bye. Bye-bye. Podcast is part of the Pod Syndicate family. For more criminally compelling shows, articles, and conversations, head to wearepodsyndicate.com.